Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, as you know, Boris Johnson has survived to lie another day. And we're all, in principle, against lying, and for wildly different reasons, yet we all do it. Enda Murphy is a psychotherapist and director of SeeMe.ie, and a good afternoon to Hello, you. Hello, Sean. How are you? I would imagine that there's different sorts of lies. Uh, there is, yeah, but if you first understand why it is we all lie, because before you go home tonight, you will have been lied to between 10 and 200 times yeah. in one particular day. And, you know... <laughs> Can you if, name this person? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and not all those lies are kind of, you know, just to protect ourselves. Sometimes you're trying to protect somebody else. But, you know, the, the statistics are, are frightening because we all say we're against lying, mm. but we're all actually for it because... If you're married, which I see a ring on your finger, you are lying to your spouse in one out of every 10 interactions. And they're lying to you in one out of every 10 interactions. And if you weren't married, you're lying to each other in one out of every three interactions. Oh, God. Okay. So, you know, like, kind of, so I remember writing about this some time ago and I said, yeah, you know, like, you know, we all know that, you know, if you're asked, does my bum look big in this? We all know what the actual answer is. So sometimes what we're actually doing is we're lying to allow another person complete keep their lie. So if they want to say what do you think about this? They want you to like it. So we pick up. That's what they want. So we actually tell them what their lie is. Mm. And the other thing is we can you know to protect their self-esteem. You know you get the the Christmas jumper at Christmas you know. Oh yeah it's absolutely gorgeous you know and all you're trying to figure out is who am I going to give it to again next year? (laughs) So we're all doing it but you know if you look at it The reason we lie is that you have to understand two things about lying. One is it's a cooperative act. So if you're one is I have to tell you a lie. And the second is you have to accept it. Mm. Now, the reason you're accepting this is, and this is how Boris Johnson has it down to a T, is that we are all hungry. Okay, people are willing to give you something for something they're hungry about. So politicians have this down to a T. They figure out what their electorate want to hear. And then they just say it and says, you pull for me and I'll give it to you. And like ideology is the luxury of those who don't have to sort out the mess. So then they get into power and then, of course, they only deliver parts of what it is they said they were going to do. But the whole purpose of telling the lie and the 350 million on the side of the bus for the NHS Mm. was that that's what people wanted to actually hear. So people actually accepted it. So if people are saying, oh, you know, like kind of politicians are always lying. Ask yourself, why am I actually accepting it? And the second truth that's about this is is that we're actually for, we say we're against lying, but it's evolutionary that if you want to get to the top of the pack, you have to become an expert at it. Mm. And when I was researching this piece, I found there, babies are able to fake a cry before they're six months of age. They'll they'll see who's coming. And if somebody doesn't come, they'll just go back to crying again until yeah. you come. All right. And by one year of age, they have learned how to conceal things behind their back. Yeah. By two years of age, they're able to bluff. Five-year-olds are able to lie outright. And by the time you are 18, you're lying to your mum in one out of every five interactions. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, and your mum probably wants you to as well. <laughs> well, she probably does, you know, like kind of, you know, she tells you, you know, we used to always say in our house, when mum wanted your opinion, she told you what it was and you just went back and you recited it back to her. Mm. But when we do this is that in kind of lie spotting people who are lying it's not about playing gotcha oh I got you out in a liar you did that so that means you're lying it's spotting deceptive tells 
because while some of us can be very good at telling a lie, usually we may all make exactly the same mistakes. And people who are trained in this, the likes of FBI detectives and things like that, they spot the deceptive tells, the deceptive behaviours, the deceptive things that they actually do. And what they do is this is, oh, they're deceiving me on that question. I wonder what they're deceiving me about. So what they do is they go back to the question and they'll start probing there and then. Mm. And they're watching the deceptive tells because even though we can speak with our mouths. Yeah. It's very difficult to not tell with your behaviour. And they say, you know, like kind of a, a dentist doesn't notice you. He notices your teeth. Well, I'm a behavioural psychiatrist or psychotherapist. So I don't notice what people say. I actually notice their behaviour. So we call it internal cognitive consistency. All the pieces of the puzzle have to match. So somebody can actually say something. Well, this happened and this happened and this happened. But if there isn't a consistency between what they're saying and what they're believing and what their behaviour and what their reaction is, then that's what my specialty is, is to help them understand what they're actually really saying to themselves and, and what to do about it. And, and are, the, are the tells, and I suppose people would be familiar with that as a, as, as a phrase from playing poker as well, that, is it as literal as that, that oh, you're doing something to portray yourself with, say, your body language, for Oh, instance. absolutely. You know, like, what you're doing is, is that, you know, there's, you're like, you're trying to spot the, the actual deceptive tells. And there's certain ones you can actually use. For example, the speech. So, you know, when you're actually speaking, if you're lying, you're going to try and distance yourself away from the actual person. So, like, kind of, I think we have a, a clip, do we? So this is, yeah, this is, this is Bill Clinton telling yeah. the absolute God's honest truth. <laughs> But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. Thank you. Yeah, the, the, the use of the phrase that woman. Absolutely. It's what he's trying to do is he's distancing her, himself away from the name, away from the person. It's what's called the non-contracted denial. So what he's trying to do is that he's so overdetermined. And then the, remember, the person who's telling the truth is trying to help you get to your truth. Mm. The person who's telling the lie is trying to get you to their lie. Yeah. So he immediately says, I do not have sexual relations with this woman. And now let's get on to the important part. I need to get back to work with the American people. But he's lying about that as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that, that, well, the whole thing is. Uh, but you, you know, though, like, OK, so if it's possible to tell if somebody is telling a lie, does that mean it's necessarily always possible to tell if somebody's telling the truth? To the extent that sometimes you can, you know, you can accuse somebody of something that might be completely unfair, but they yeah. blush or they suddenly feel guilty. You know, it's sometimes people have that kind of a reaction. It, it, the person who's telling you the truth and, you know, and, you know, we're able to spot lies 54 percent of the time. So that's not a great statistic, to be honest. <laughs> well, you are. But see, what you're doing is you're choosing not to confront the lie. Now, if somebody is actually telling the truth and you want to know something about me, then 
I'm going to help you bring your truth. So I will give you information as you're asking questions. I'll be perfectly open. Yeah, there's my phone. You know, there's my passcodes. Have a glance through it. If there's anything you need to questions about, I'm perfectly open about that. Mm. The person who's actually lying is going to be closed. They want to direct you to their lie. So, the you know, the most common one that, that people use, and I've used it myself, I've really had to be, is the kind of the verbal slip where you say, well, to be perfectly honest, Sean, the traffic coming in was, <laughs> yeah. I have to tell you the truth, you know. Our, moving forward, there was was kind of a Biff O'Count's mm. favourite one. So when they're actually doing that, you know, they're doing it. So there's all sorts of things. Like the most important things is people who are lying are not avoiding your state. They're not avoiding your eye contact because they have figured out that if you are avoiding my eye contact, if I do avoid your eye contact, look, you're going to think I'm lying, so I'm going yeah. to stare. They'll also freeze their upper body. Mm. So they're trying to prepare. It's because they're trying to act. And remember, a very good way of actually finding out if your spouse is lying, all right, is let them tell their story step by step by step by step and go through the whole story and keep a very careful note of it. And then very gently bring them to the end and get them to tell their story backwards. The person who's telling the truth is visualising the events so they're able to go back and forward and remember more details. The person who's lying is reading off a script in their head so they can't do it backwards. Jesus. <laughs> the thing is, though, I mean, given, going back to like we all lie, that, yeah. it, w- w- does that presuppose that most lies are kind of fairly trivial lies? Sometimes they're ki- lies that are that are born out of a sense of kindness. Well, we're, yes, you can, because, you know, it goes back to the old thing, you know, like, why are you actually lying to the person? So you're trying to protect them. You know, are you trying to protect yourself? You know, are you, you know, what are you doing? You know, there's an evolution. Coco was a a gorilla that was trained in using sign language. Mm. And she had a kitten. Mm. And one day she lied to her trainer by trying to accuse the kitten of pulling a sink off the wall. (laughs) Because she thought she'd be in trouble. So there's a number of reasons we can actually do it. But it's usually that we're trying to get to the top of the pack. Remember, the reason we lie is to try and fill the gaps. Like, we all want to be a better husband. We want to be a better wife. We want to be a better dad. I want to be more powerful. I want to be more successful, skinnier, fatter, taller, whatever it is. And what we do in our lies is that we concoct this reality. Nobody lives in reality. We all live in what we perceive our reality to be. And what happens is, is that we actually lie to try and fill those gaps. You know, now there are serious times when you will find people lying. And it's if you grew up in, say, an abusive household where there was a lot of cover up, like alcoholism, chronic illness, you know, Mm. where, you know, everything was always better in the house next door. And then what you'll find is yourself telling little white lies when it would be just as easy to tell the truth. So if you're finding that you're always playing what you think the correct answer is to maintain a script, then you need to start looking for professional help as to what it is you've been programmed to believe and what is that you understand don't tell anybody and you know we've all heard mm. read the book the valley of the squinting windows and things they, they but I, I can possibly all know people who exaggerate a bit yeah they tell you stories and it's not quite it wasn't quite as interesting or dramatic <laughs> as funny as they're making out yeah but you, you don't call them out because it's just they're just you know they're putting on a few brush strokes Absolutely. there really more than, are, more than yeah. lying 
And that's protecting them. You're protecting their self-esteem by not calling them out. So you know you're being kind of, they're in, let's just say, using a bit of poetic licence mm. in their story. And if you're out in the pub and somebody, you know, I had a great friend growing up and God, he'd tell the same stories over and again. But we'd love him telling the stories because the way he would tell them would have you in stitches. And sure, half of it was actually made up. He was a <laughs> shanaki, all right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but if you are, so are you protecting the other person? Are you allowing them to have their lie? You don't want to start pulling everybody down and start saying, oh, do you know what? That's a deceptive tell. Tell me more about that mm. thing. You don't want to go there. You know, you kind of, you, you just kind of want to get through to the end of tonight. But if it is getting, if you do have to have serious conversations with difficult people, especially if you're in kind of, there's trouble or there's something going on or you suspect your spouse or somebody or workmates or something like that. But we live in what's called post-truth society. Everybody puts up on Facebook what they would like the world to believe. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, though, there's, I don't know how I many. Occasionally, meet someone who goes, I, I always say it the way it is. I tell the truth all the time, which always makes me automatically think you're a liar. Plus, you're also an asshole. Uh, because <laughs> they're, 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 there's no nuance at all. It's just that living in a completely black and white world where on one side is absolute truth and the other side is absolute falsehood. And well, the world isn't like that. No, the world isn't like that at all. You know, the only thing that appears in black and white is the newspaper. Yes. Like the, <laughs> everything is great. But if somebody's saying emphatically, you know, I always tell the truth. No, you're always telling it the way you demand the world must be. Yeah. And that rebounds on us because, you know, like kind of ideology is the luxury of those who don't have to live with the mess. Yeah. So, you see, then to a certain extent, do we need lies? Yes. Given that we all do it. You know that that some to some degree, so we yeah. can still get on with each other. We need a little bit of well, you know, a- grey around the edges <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> well, we have met each other for the first time today. Yes. So in the first ten minutes, we will have lied to each other three times each. So we lied to each other six times. I'm making notes already, and I know exactly where you went wrong. Uh, when you when you were looking at me for too long there. Uh, the uh, someone says, "Hang on, I used to be honest all the time, and it's not when I'm lying." But when I'm emphasising a difficult point, uh, another texter says, this is so true about not confronting the lie. I knew my partner was cheating on me, but I accepted his lies for months yeah. before I finally let myself accept the reality. I felt like the biggest fool. Mm. Uh, that's probably, yeah, that's that, that cooperating in a lie yeah, thing. When somebody comes to me, they will come in, especially if they're coming in with problems in the relationship. And they will start off by saying, well, they're doing this and they're doing that and they're doing the other. And I just let them speak out and then I could bring them back to the start and I says well okay well let's look at why you're still there yes if this is all the way it is let's look at why you're there because people will come in you know like kind of hoping to change their partner mm. you're powerless against changing everybody else but that's where we started off this interview is that if you look at why it is you're allowing yourself to be lied to yeah my brother lies constantly he lies about where he goes who he's with why is it control now that's what I was just talking about what we call the adult child of alcoholic or dysfunctional family yeah. so if he's trying to hide something you know like and he's you know something like out of the Sopranos alright that's one thing but the other thing can be just as simple as you know instead of saying I drove in here today I got the bus in here today simple simple lies when it would be just as easy to tell the truth is a sign that there's more dysfunction going on so the person is playing a script of what they think the world should be like and the way they mm. should be like rather than themselves and that's because they've had to they were they were blocked off from you know truly discovering who they were and they were more or less told well this is the way you should be yeah i suppose there might be a fear behind that that 
I'm nobody. I actually don't have a constructed personality. I've just made all this stuff up. Well, you know, I grew up in kind of Holy Catholic Ireland where, you know, you were never taught how to be yourself. You were told you need to be like this. Yeah. And if you're not, you're going to be damned. And of course, they weren't like that at all. So you never grew up learning, you know, like I remember writing this some time ago about, you know, like kind of, you know, sex education, you know, like where did you learn you know, sex education, you, you, you learned from whoever was yeah. around the back sheds, you know, whoever had listened to something or heard something, you know, because any time and it's especially, you know, it kind of, you know, when kids, when people have to talk to their kids about things like porn, OK, you know, the kids are being exposed to it anyway and they will say, oh, no, 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 they shouldn't be exposed. They are exposed to it. So you have to complete the picture for them. But you also have to be very, very honest with them and you have to go in their door, you have to gently lead them out that door and you have to actually help them understand how to understand what the world is. We never learned that growing up. You were told be X, Y and Z. And of course, nobody was like X, Y and Z. Yeah. Uh, Another texter says uh, the pernicious sort of lying is uh, that done by manipulative, self-serving, narcissistic personalities. It's pretty likely that Boris Johnson's lies do not stem from being a politician, but rather because he's a disordered narcissist. (laughs) Lying is intrinsic to his personality. I was married to one, according to a professional. Wow, there's a lot in that, in that short paragraph. You better believe it. And Mick says, very interesting book called uh, Related to Nonverbal Communication called The Classroom X Factor by Dr. John White. Premise of the book is that we have a firewall about what we say, but body language gives it gives it away. Right. So it's essentially what you were saying there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. God, that's fascinating. <laughs> Maybe also a bit depressing about us as human beings that we can't actually re- achieve Fight. truth or a satisfactory truth. If you understand why if I understand why I lie, then I will have no problem in understanding why somebody else is lying. But especially for women, women have a sixth a sixth sense for this. You know, women have a gut instinct that will be very rarely wrong. So, you know, if you think your spouse is lying or that somebody's lying to you, they probably are. OK, that's terrifying. Uh, Enda Kenny is, uh, Enda Murphy, I should say, is uh, is, uh, is my third lie. Uh, Enda Murphy is director of CME.ie and uh, a psychotherapist, or so he claims. Uh, Enda, thanks a minute for coming into us today. We're going to uh, take a break. After that, the world record for bungee jumping. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.